Hi, welcome back to another exciting episode of Vondren Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondren here with you. We are talking in this podcast about photo infringement and a new case that came down, Erickson Productions versus Cast. So this is a good one to know in the photo infringement arena. If you received a letter or if somebody is infringing on your photos, this is a good case to know. So in this case, we had a situation where defendant Cast was trying to build a website and he was trying to get a basically land a job. So he hired a developer development company called Only Websites and they were going to build a website for him. There was a contract between the parties that said um, if if defendant Cast provided some photos, they needed to be licensed. But it was kind of ambiguous as to if only websites was going to provide photos, whether or not they had to be licensed or not. But the defendant cast assumed that his web developer would be getting licensed photos. So at least that's how the record looked to me. So what happens in this case is defendant cast, he's trying to sort of mimic the Wells Fargo website. Uh, Wells Fargo was an, a licensee of the Erickson photos, Erickson being the plaintiff, Cass being the defendant. Um, so Wells Fargo had licensed several photos from Erickson, and Erickson actually used a tool, PicScout, used the PicScout tool to find the infringement, but he found they found the, these three photos on the website that was produced by only websites, the developer. So if you're following me here, this is the typical case of I didn't do it. I have a web developer. I can't be held liable for anything. My web developer, he's the one. Go after him. Court didn't go for that in this case. The court didn't say that defendant Cass could not be liable. In fact, they affirmed a jury verdict on contributory infringement. Okay, Contributory infringement requires knowledge of another's infringement, and either a material contribution or induce, helping to induce infringement. So the court affirmed the holding in that, but reversed the holding on vicarious infringement. Vicarious infringement requires a right and ability to supervise the infringing conduct and a direct, a direct financial benefit uh, or an interest in the infringing activity. So the court here looked at that. They looked at direct infringement against the developer, and the court said, you know, basically by the web developer not paying the required licensing fees, that did not confer a direct financial benefit on the defendant cast. So um, that was one of the arguments in there. So avoiding a licensing fee was not enough. And there was talk about how the photos being used must be the draw, must be the thing that's drawing people in and not just an added benefit to the website. So those are things people will argue about. But really, um, the, the case came down to the problem of willfulness. And when I say that, um, we tell people sometimes that, you know, that there is willful damages. And willful damages under copyright law can add up to 150000 per photo. Now, people will say, oh, yeah, 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 you're never going to get 150. It's never going to happen. Well, guess what? In this case, which was filed in the Central District of California, later transferred to the Northern District of California, this court found, the jury found for $450,000 in an award. So that's 150000 per photo, folks. So I know people say, ah, yeah, 
yeah, now that statutory damages, that's just all fake. It's not real. Nobody ever gets that. Well, here's a case where they got that. So there is real liability where willful infringement can be shown. If it's non-willful, you're looking at 750 as a statutory damage on up to potentially 30,000. So it's a big deal whether this is willful infringement or non-willful infringement. And the jury held that this was a willful infringement, and they awarded the $450,000. So, of course, the defendant's going like, holy cow, we don't want to be paying this. So this case was appealed, and this is the decision that we have here. But basically, on appeal, the court held that you know, in order to show willfulness, you need either reckless conduct, willful blindness, or actual knowledge, okay? Negligence is not enough. Constructive knowledge is not enough that you need to show some sort of um, wrongdoing or a guilty state of mind, okay? So this case was remanded back to the trial court for the issue of damages and to the issue of whether or not this was willful. So um, some key language from the case. What does that mean, willful? It says here, the the, uh, jury instruction that was given to the jury was, if you find that the defendant should have known, should have known about the infringement, then that's enough for willful. And the court said, no, that's not enough. That's a negligence standard. Whether you know or should have known, that's a negligence standard. So that is not going to be enough to be able to point to a defendant and say, they should have known. They should have known, judge. No. No. The court went on to say negligence is a less culpable mental state than actual knowledge, willful blindness, or recklessness. The three mental states that properly support a finding of willfulness. So there you go. This is what you need to show as a plaintiff. If you're a defendant, this is what you need to make them show, that they have actual knowledge, willful blindness, or recklessness. Okay, that will support a finding of willfulness that will get you potentially to 30,000 to 150,000 for statutory damages, okay? Now, let's drill down just a bit on that. Court said a willfully blind defendant is one who takes deliberate actions, deliberate actions to avoid confirming a high probability of wrongdoing and who can almost be said to have actually known the critical facts. So, so willful blindness is a defendant who takes deliberate actions to avoid confirming a high probability of wrongdoing and who can almost said to have actual actually known the critical facts. So that's kind of a, a lot of language to sift through, but if you can make that argument and the facts support that, then you can get to willful infringement. By contrast, a reckless defendant is one who merely knows of a substantial and unjustified risk of such wrongdoing, and a negligent defendant is one who should have known of a similar risk, but in fact did not. So I'm going on and on here, but the point is, to get to willful infringement, to get to that thirty dollars to $150,000 per infringement per infringed title, per infringed photo, per infringed video, per infringed software, whatever whatever we're dealing with, you need to show recklessness, willful blindness, or actual knowledge of infringement. So um, here the court affirmed the finding of contributory infringement, um, but overturned it 
overturned the the award on vicarious infringement. So it's going to go back to the trial court. They're going to look at the evidence and decide, was there willful? They're going to get rid of the negligence standard. They're not going to be talking about, should you have known or should have known? That's a negligence standard. That's not going to work. But um, that's what this case was about. So it's a really um, interesting one if you're in the photo infringement area. But again, not just photos. It can apply to um, you know, strike three movie downloads. Sometimes you're dealing with strike three holdings or Malibu media. It can deal with software that was infringed, Microsoft or Autodesk software, um, anything, Adobe software. So, um, but there's your standard for you in case anybody says, uh, 150,000, you're never going to get it. Here's a case that says you can get it. Now it's going to go back and see if they can uphold the verdict. Okay. So that's, uh, that's it for this one. If you need some help with photo software, copyright infringement, actions, you know where to find us on the web at attorneysteve.com. That's attorneysteve.com, the first name in legal services. Thanks for watching. If you like this, go ahead and like, subscribe, follow, do what you need to do. We'd love to have you on our list of listeners who love our shows and on YouTube. We're up over 12,000 subscribers now, so make sure you check us out on YouTube at Attorney attorneystevevideos.com, attorneystevevideos.com. Have a great day. I got to run. Lots of work to do. Take care.